Welcome to Let's Talk Vegas, Perfecto Maria. In this episode of number six, we are covering just random stuff that's been happening throughout the city, throughout worldwide, regarding politics, immigration, the army, Black Lives Matter, Trump versus Biden, and of course, a Father's Day quotes of our Latino fathers. Please enjoy this fun-filled random episode and thank you again for listening. Have you ever just wanted to help out a cause? Well, you know what? Fourth of July is just around the corner and guess what? Desert Oasis High School is having a Phantoms fireworks booth to help out our marching band. Um, So, therefore, we will be opening this Sunday, which is June the 28th at 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. So come by, and for a good cause, you could purchase some 4th of July fireworks, and it'll go straight to Desert Oasis High School, which is located in the southwest part of Las Vegas, Mountain's Edge area. Hope to see you there soon, and be safe. Hi, everybody. This is Maria. And perfect to come back at you for episode number six. That's right. And this episode, we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of random stuff. As Perfecto would probably say, a whole bunch of random shit. But uh, after an hour trying to get this recorded and me trying to figure out this. It's been more like two hours. The mics. Um, we decided to just continue on the anchor so our, with our, one mic. Our tech whiz Maria couldn't figure out how to get two mics to work. So I need to watch YouTube again. So um, <laughs> I, when I, I well, you guys can get a time frame of when I posted the stuff on Facebook to we're now just getting started. It's uh, eight thirty at night. Uh, I posted what two hours ago at least. You sure did. <laughs> so anyway, we're just you know just kind of there's so much going on uh, with. Well, I wanted to ask you about Father's Day. How was your Father's Day? Oh, um, didn't do a whole lot. You know, there's, can't, it's not the same like most, like past years. So, uh, really didn't do much. I actually ended up work. I work Sundays. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, but I ended up leaving early and just coming home and, um, just watching TV and just hanging out with my kids and and my wife. And, Mm -hmm. um, they gave me a, little father's day card that my kids signed and uh my mother-in-law gave me some uh a face cream from it cosmetics Ooh. so fancy 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 bougie <laughs> but like i mentioned well you guys didn't hear it mm-hmm. or won't hear it but i mentioned previously is that it cosmetics actually works really really good uh, I really like it a lot. He's advertising for it. I hope he's getting paid for it. <laughs> hey, hey, cosmetics! If you hear this, send me some free stuff. And it looks like his wrinkles are gone already. So I've been no, I've been using it for like the last year or so. Um, before that, my face was really dry. Actually, like mine is dry right now. Where, but no, mine was so bad that it was um, in to the point where it was actually painful. 
wrinkles? No, no, no. My just how dry my skin was getting, like um, on my uh, forehead and my like under my eyes and stuff like that. So, and I tried a lot of stuff, and actually, that cosmetics uh, was what worked after trying so many different things. It's a little pricey, but uh, definitely worth okay, it. Okay, this episode is about makeup now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk about my Marc Jacobs that I just bought for $28. That was 56 That was once 56 Oh, and I don't understand is how women can spend 50 bucks on 10 different face items that they have to buy every yeah, month. That's right. That's me sometimes. Mm-mm. Boxy charm. But um, so anyways, I'm glad your Father's Day went well. But as I posted on Facebook, I know I said, like, things that our fathers would say. Um, and nobody, like, really mentioned it. But anyways, I threw it out there. Well, you text me. I, don't think, I didn't see a post. I put a post on our website. I didn't see it. Oh, really? Maybe. It's private. I'll figure it out. Oh, Another man. little <laughs> technical difficulties that Maria. Pretty soon I'm going to walk around with technical difficulties shirt. TD. I'm TD. just going to call you TD. <laughs> Oh my god. No, I never saw it. Well, I'll show I, you. You text me and I remember seeing like we were texting. One back person and forth. liked it. Thank you to Daniel. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel Garcia. The one person that saw it. <laughs> but it was about what does your father tell you when you were young? And Perfectos had uh you sent me Father out. Father's your quotes from your father. Yeah. Basically. And mine was uh no cry, baby cry. Ha ha with the J A J A because my dad would tell my sisters and us no baby cry instead of no crying no oh, cry no, don't be a cry no baby cry baby no baby cry <laughs> no and perfectos was like uh get us uh stupido get us stupido no uh, which one was I, it? I don't remember what I texted you exactly but um. I'll show you what most. Uh, I can't even figure my phone out. Good lord! Most I, most people or most Latinos with Mexican fathers uh, can always remember go back to Old Faithful, like "Hijo tu chingada madre" uh-huh. and and uh, "Estás pendejo." Or, ¿Qué tienes? Uh, Estás pendejo. Yeah, that's or, the one. You know, just just those good heartwarming things that just make you feel so good about your father. <laughs> oh, I see people joking. Oh my gosh, I'm just looking at our our website and I see people already liking jokes about me. Oh my gosh, perfecto. Oh, yeah, I was talking shit a little bit. Already. Yes. Oh yeah, I said I said we want to know how your father's day was today. Share a pic or a quote of what your father used to tell you as a child. Maria's father quote, "Don't be a baby cry." Ha ha. And then perfectos was "Estás pendejo o qué?" which is "Are you stupid or what?" <laughs> <laughs> and then I put gotta love our Mexican fathers. And then of course Perfecto working on the new studio in the loft. And ooh, I'm so focused. So oh my. hi Maria. Hi Maria. <laughs> Let, let's focus on the on the podcast oh and not Facebook. Okay. <laughs> Five minutes into our podcast. Well, I'm glad that everybody, hopefully everybody had a Father's Day, but of course, and we're still gonna be talking about COVID-19 now that everything was distracted like that's crazy like so we got you know we got so much stuff going on it's crazy because we got the whole Black Lives Matter thing we got you know COVID Vanessa Guillen Vanessa Guillen which that kind of hits a soft spot for us um and just kind of in general just DACA with the whole Supreme Court thing 
reopening, especially with Vegas being so tourist driven. It's you know, I with we, our masks, we, we're masks. watching, yeah. So now you have to no, no shoes, no shirt, no mask, no, no service. service. So, um, watching and then just watching people on both sides of it just kind of losing their minds, yeah. Because the fact is, like, I was telling Perfecto, like, my brother in law, we were talking about like a conspiracy theory, like um, 666, <laughs> six feet away, and the temperature checked on your forehead, 666. That's the stamp of the devil. Yes, the stamp of the devil. Satanas. Yes. <laughs> and then not just that, another one was uh, Handmaid's Tale with the with the mask that they have to wear and the military um, governing, like that's, the that's, military buildings. Perfecto hasn't watched it, but those of you... Let's not get that deep, people. I know, that's scary. I won't, I'm won't. i not even going to claim it, but in Jesus' name, I'm not going to claim it. But those of you that watch Handmaid's Tale that are females and those of you that are males that watch I it because of your somebody, wife... Somebody was just telling me about that at work. Scary. Um, I don't know if it was Meg or Kim. I can't remember who was telling me about that, but they oh. were just telling me about that show at work. I can't remember who, but... Um, I might have to watch that, I guess. Uh, it's freaky. So I don't even want to claim it in the name of Jesus behind <laughs> me, Satan. <laughs> That's all I got to say. So, but, and we were also going to touch base about, um, Trump and Biden and, but I yeah, guess we're, we'll we're refer getting back. to, well, well, just, let's just talk about that a little bit because yeah. I think COVID and everything going on ties into that because, Depending on what side you're on is basically what side, whether you're posting stuff about um, that stupid card where you're exempt from wearing a face mask always, or whether you're posting like you're an idiot for posting that, <laughs> it all could, whether or not you're for Trump or for Biden. I think what how you're voting is delineating how you're reacting to Dude. just about everything, which is crazy to me. Because I care about people. Like, I don't know. I guess I care about people. And, yeah, I'm an, a law-abiding citizen. And I just don't know. Like, I'm going to follow the rules. I, that's well, what I was taught in my lifetime as a yeah. child, as an adult. But, but people I, say, is, is this a joke? Is this is this really going on? Is this a control thing from government? And, and definitely that, I, I do see that as being plausible. But at, here's the thing is when absolutely everything falls on party lines, mm -hmm. you got to kind of start looking at it and just examining it for yourself. Um, it's sad that everything's falling on a party line because if, uh, you know, if, if, you're pro-Trump, you're anti-masks. If you're pro-Trump, you are Corona is a hoax. If you're pro-Biden, you know, um, you know, Black Lives Matter right. is abolish the police. Right. Uh, if you're pro-Trump, it's Blue Lives Matter. You know, it's just, it's so crazy to me. It's like separation of, and, of, of the United States when, when it, I don't know, I just don't. I don't I, feel it being, I think, just being separated mm -hmm. with everything. Like, we're trying to. Yeah, everybody's just kind of chose, chosen to pick the side yeah. and kind of stick into it, it seems like. Yeah, and it's just like, 
we could be on the fence sometimes. I mean, I know I'm on the fence sometimes with some things that I disagree and agree, but I, I tend to be more, I'll override what I agree more with and just go with it. Um, so, well, and I think that's the problem with, uh, the two party system with the whole Republican Democrat, that's your only options. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of the problem with it where, you know, that was never the intention. And that was always what, um, the founding fathers didn't want to happen is a two-party system. True. So the way it is, is kind of, it shows their foresight. It shows their wisdom and it shows kind of, because a lot of the stuff they talked about, although it's two and 300 years old, it still applies today. And it's even still use it. I mean, we're still using the constitution, which is, we are. You know, Those of the oh, kids that can't read it, they have to pull it up <laughs> on the internet. I mean, it's hundreds of years old, yeah. but it still applies for the most part. Um, it's been amended a mm -hmm. few times. And, you know, the first, you know, it was because uh, initially slaves didn't count as actual people. Right. But uh, now, you know, that was amended. That was changed for, for good reason. Mm -hmm. And... Now we're getting to a point where just politics is kind of uh, ruling everything and politics is dictating who you block on Facebook, who you block on Twitter, like yeah. whatever, you know, uh, you it's know, no rights to the music. You can't even put music. I don't know rights to music. I want to. I've seen that. Like, why, why does that even matter? Like is, uh, you know, it's controlled is who, the band really going to sue you over posting a video you jamming they should to be their proud music? that we're jamming to their music and we're posting it everywhere with hashtag, you know? Like Yeah, because now if you're stealing their song and using their music, their beats or something to make your own song or yeah. something like that, I could see that. But if you're literally just playing their song. It is. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, I think we both agree on the way the whole Democratic Republican Party thing is playing out. Is it's bad for the country. Everything. Is bad for the country. Is bad for everybody. And you know, and, and you know, I've been talking at work with people and things like that. And it, you can't help but talk about it, just with everything going on. And honestly, with the way things are going, I'm voting third party. Mm -hmm. And you know, a lot of everybody that I've told that to is telling me that I'm throwing my vote away. Mm -hmm. And I see their point why I would be throwing my vote away mm -hmm. in their eyes. Right. And honestly, I might be throwing my vote yeah. away. But the thing is, if enough people are willing to do that, mm -hmm. then you're not throwing your vote away. Right. Because Biden sucks. <laughs> and I Trump met sucks. Him. I met Biden. I met his sister. I had a round table with Biden's sister and she apologized. About oh, that's a Modelo. <laughs> You're gonna get a crisp, clear Modelo. But you know, I've had a round table sitting with his sister, and I met him by passing, not like direct contact with him, because you know the times that we did try to meet up with them at our union hall, he didn't show up. So, oh, so that was a disappointment. Maria's Maria. By the way, for those of you that don't know, Maria is deep, deep. Into the union 
and uh, loves the union. I loves do. working and doing things for the union. She's one of the reps. Um, she's, yeah. you know, she she like she mentioned earlier. She does love people. She loves helping people, and that's part of the reason why she wanted to do this podcast. Yeah. Is she just kind of wanted to reach out and it's like a passion project of reaching out to people in the community. But like Perfecto was saying, is like. I remember being in high school and my Bostonian government teacher, he was from Boston, and he straight up told us, all you guys are going to be Democrats. You're going to be Democratic. Don't forget to register yourself as Democrat. And I didn't realize it. I'm like, okay, sure. And I just went with it. And that was Mm -hmm. the time where Bill Clinton, that was my first president that I voted for. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yeah, okay, I'm Democrat then. And then all of a sudden I started getting like, you know, FHA loan and I started getting like FAFSA and I'm like, Oh, this is an advantage. This is what Democrats yeah. get you. <laughs> I'm like, this rocks. Right. And then I always remembered, I'm like, okay, so I'm not rich because Republicans rich. Mm-hmm. I always thought in my mind, that's what would like in my mind. I thought, but, but see, I don't even see it that way. I don't see it as Republicans being for the rich people. I see it as, um, well, that's I, what I, I was taught. Like, I felt like he told us, you're Democrats because you live in the hood and okay. that it is what it is. Yeah. And you're helping uh, families that are gotcha. totally in need. Okay. That was my okay. thinking. Okay, understandable. And I never, I never got that, you know, and. And this even is California back, government class. Yeah. And, and I, I went to high school here in Vegas and I remember our government teacher, our senior year, uh, it was the Bush um, oh, yeah, no, no, young, no, it was you're younger than me. I so it was, uh, it was just after, so I was a senior mm-hmm. the year after Bush had lost okay. or Bush won and beat Al Gore. Right. And so my government teacher, like super, super nice guy. Um, I guess he made a bet every year with his senior class yeah. where if the president that wins, um, doesn't win the popular vote, okay. they all get an A. Oh, shoot. Lucky. <laughs> so who'd you vote for? No, that was the oh. year before I went, oh, so I man. missed it. But, you know, he was telling everybody, just urging everybody yeah. to register because we're the senior class. So a lot of those kids are turning 18. Yep. And he's just telling everybody to register to vote. Did not, I that I can remember, didn't right. once tell anybody to register Democrat, register Republican, any of that. Okay. Um, just pointed out stuff. I never once felt like I was being directed one way yeah. or the other. And looking back, I appreciate that, yeah. you know. But for me in 1991, I mean, we were told. I remember specifically. And if I could find out, like, friends that were in my government class, if they, if I could see if they're Democrats. Well, they actually live in Ontario, so I'm considering Most yes. likely. <laughs> and they are Mexicans. <laughs> Just kidding. Most likely. So I'm just like, mm, uh, I'll find out with a couple of my friends from Ontario. Well, no, just, like I was having a conversation with a neighbor uh, not too long ago. Is um, Latinos, Mexicans, and you know, Salvadorians yeah. and Guatemalans, all South Americans, Mexicans, all those mm-hmm. people, honestly, would, aside from the whole immigration thing, mm-hmm. would be Republicans. If you really delve into what Republicans talk about, what they're about, and what they speak. What they speak and do is different, though. Okay. 
Okay, so you got to make sure Conservatism okay. is what I'm focusing okay. on. Okay, thank you. So <laughs> You got to clarify it because, yeah, they can say something but not do it. No, but I'm saying like but as like, far as like the whole ideology of pulling yourself up by your bootstraps, working yeah, hard for what true. you got. And that's what... Not the, depending on right? anybody... Just relying yes. on yourself, yes, being self reliant. Then I do agree with that on the Republican. Most Latinos, uh, would it not be for the immigration stuff, would be Republicans. I agree on that. You got me on that one, Perfecto. I, I didn't think you were that smart, but damn, boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's the thing is, you sold is, me. I don't understand, like. It would be so easy mm-hmm. for the Republican Party to win a majority year after year if they would just embrace uh, um, immigration. Yeah, because of course they're not going to embrace because abortion and Lat- pro Yeah, Latinos are anti-abortion. Yes. Birth pro-life. Control. Yes. You know, pro-religion. Right. So, I mean, it's... it's It makes sense. It just makes sense, but the whole anti-immigration thing is what's... It's, it's kind of a, um, they've become a single, I, I forgot what the name or the wording for it, but basically mm-hmm. is that one thing is what is preventing it, Yeah, because they, they think it's it's not, not for them. Like, they no, think and, it's, like, it's all about Americans, but hello, they become Americans. Yeah, and that, uh, well, that's the thing. It's like, just me, like me and you is... Is we're born to immigrants. First generation first right here. First generation immigrants. And yeah, and we're Americans. We're Americans, but a, a lot of, um, you know, we. Yeah. A lot of the values is, well, I, you're seeing a lot of those family values kind of dissipate and go mm-hmm. away, which I don't know that that's a good thing or not. You know, for the most part, it probably isn't. Right. Um, but. but the thing with that is, you know, Latinos would be voting Republican. Because they demonstrate that yep. Republican. So and those ideologies that the Republican Party holds so dear. They are represented. Latinos hold that. They do. Latinos, that's what yeah. they're about. We are. You know, and so. It's true. Because you see it with like Cubans, and we carry guns too. Like you see, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they love their guns. And we go to Iglesia. So they church. love guns in church. <laughs> so we're, oh, we're, we're we're perfect made Republicans. It's just but we don't know that yet. One, they're missing that one little ingredient of immigration. And then they call Trump, Papa Trump. Say hey, Papa Trump. But well, if you look at Cubans. Majority of Cubans uh, Republicans. are Republicans. Why? Yes. Because they don't have to deal with that whole immigration mm-hmm. thing. Because mm-hmm. they're automatic citizens once they get here. Right. You're right. All and ha- would Mexicans, if Mexicans had those same things, or Salvadorians, Guatemalans, mm-hmm. whatever, any country, just pick any Latin American country, had they had that same um, fortune that Cubans they have? They would be Republicans. They would be Republicans, mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, it's true. I mean, and then DACA recently, I was just mentioning it to Perfecto. I mean, it got overruled. And mm-hmm. I remember the day uh, in 2016. DACA, though, so deferred action, de- yeah. childhood yeah. something. I don't deferred, know. De- deferred action. Basically meaning you can't deport uh, people that deferred were brought here by the... Deferred action for childhood. 
arrivals. So basically mm-hmm. what that means is, and um, we, me and Maria have been talking about one of my friends. Um, we'll probably have him on once his whole. It'll be a good episode to discuss. Yeah, once eventually. his whole legal status is mm-hmm. um, taken care of, we'll probably have him on because he's kind of in the middle of. Um, the process his, of yeah, getting a citizenship. A citizenship. Or a permanent resident. Yep, his legal status all kind of situated. So, but he's a DACA. He's a business owner. Mm-hmm. He's um, started his own business, came here, yeah. was by here at 16 years old. Yep. Um, by yeah. not by his choice, but by his parents. Yeah. So, and then that's the thing is he's mm-hmm. been here. He's, he's our age in his mid, you know, mid to late thirties. Mm-hmm. And so he's been here more, most of his life. This is his, this home. Is his home. And so it's like, yeah. now he has a family and all that stuff. Yeah. It's like, so, and that's going to be another topic on that, but like DACA, I remember like 2016, I remember I was close to all that because they wanted mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. to totally win because they knew she was going to push DACA like for real. And then they, some, some but DACA. But Hillary fucked up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> DACA, some of the DACA receptions were like crying on the floor, knees all the way down and just yeah, saying, man, we're was, screwed. Yeah, they knew what was They're coming. They're so scared. They knew what was coming, mm-hmm. which is what we've seen is just a complete all out mm-hmm. assault uh, on immigrants. Mm-hmm. And we just saw it with the uh, H, uh, the visas for, you know, high level workers immigrants that are and some of them were working perfecto just did a beer burp sorry i'm <laughs> laughing about it and i hope it doesn't blow that's some gross of, no but some of them are working like on the corona vaccine and things like oh. that like there's people on those visas working here in the united wow. states that just got canceled working on vaccines working on these are high level yeah and smart people not just your typical yeah uh, let me cross the border, immigrant. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like the Mexico City smart. <laughs> I, I guess so. <laughs> but but no, but that's the thing is, I think uh, what we, me and Maria, definitely agree on is this country being built on immigrants mm-hmm. and on the backs of immigrants, and just that the the fact that if you if you if anybody takes the time to really look back. Uh, you'll see that the same rhetoric that's being used right now, as far as they're taking our jobs, mm-hmm. they're lowering wages, they're mess, you know messing with the uh, Americanness of our country mm-hmm. type stuff. It goes all the way back to the 1800s mm-hmm. and before, and all the way you know all the way back. So, uh, it but I don't think any you know. People that are anti-immigration have taken the time to do that. Mm-mm. But if they do, I think if they objectively look at the information, they would change their minds and actually be like, okay, and uh, see that immigration actually helps the country grow right? and has helped the country become what it is today, mm-hmm. which is the... What I, I think mean, the greatest country in the in yeah, the world. I mean, we were once considered the melting pot. Mm-hmm. That's what the United States of government, United States of America. Sorry, <laughs> well, sorry. I was thinking of the the United States of Nevada when I first moved here. I didn't know I needed a sheriff's card and I needed to have all my documents right for the DMV. And I'm like, this place is the United States of Nevada. But anyways. <laughs> 
<laughs> Those of you who remember the sheriff's card. Oh my God. Are they still around or no? I have, I'm, I don't work I in the casino. casino workers still use but it, no? Back in the day, we had to go get fingerprinting with like real dye on our fingers. And it looked like it was an old jail center down by um, Latai on Fremont. Oh, on Fremont. It, it's okay. the billboard, the, the, the pool hall place. Oh, there. yeah, they moved it out to Russell. Oh, yeah, Russell Road. But anyways, oh, sorry. But United States of America <laughs> is a melting pot, Maria. Yes, Maria, it is. United States of America. I think these technical difficulties got to me earlier. I can't believe I'm disappointed. I bought these nice mics and I can't even use my garage band, but good old anchors holding up. Yeah. What you spent like 50 bucks. Oh no, I'm not worried about the, the, it'll happen. It's just a matter of me knowing (laughs) Uh, how to do it. Figure it out. (laughs) Yes. So I I can't be bothered with it. I'm leaving that up to her. Cause I love all this stuff. So once you figure it out, Maria, let me know, yeah. and, and we'll record with two mics instead of one. Well, the last time I came to record, um, I came with a cup of coffee and Winchell's Donuts. and, I, and uh, She didn't bring Winchell's Donuts today. No, I didn't. I went to sushi. <laughs> but I brought coffee in Annabelle, Perfectos Wise, like, Maria, why are you drinking coffee at 11 o'clock at night? And I started, oh, it's so good, and I wanted a donut with it. Well, after I left podcast, I was so happy to go home and finish up the podcast on um, gun control. I stayed up till 4.30. In the morning? And the sun was coming up, 6.30. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I told Perfecto, tell Annabelle that she is so right that the coffee hit me hard. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I was, like, freaking out. I felt like I was, like, oh, this is what people do when they stay up at but- night and they're high as messed up. So I hope I hope this is kind of uh, retracking for everybody as far as kind of flowing because we are just talking. It's just a random and we're just kind of throwing things out of what's going and then on. I also oh we what we didn't bring up is uh, Bubba Wallace, the oh, NASCAR that's driver. A good one. <laughs> so yeah. the, the NASCAR driver, we yeah. didn't bring him up. Oh. So So that was huge. So, like, we have so much to talk about. I know last week we missed out, but like Vanessa Guillon is the one. Guillen, my pocha, whatever. (laughs) And then, um, and then Bubba Wallace, and then the recent of the introvert kid. Yeah, Chop. Yeah. The or AKA Chaz, the Seattle mess they got going on is uh, so. So with Bubba Wallace, let's yeah. just focus on that. Let's do the let's do NASCAR because I am a NASCAR so fan. So I could care less about NASCAR. I love NASCAR. So I, I go every year, and we missed the tickets this year, of course. Uh-huh. And I want to. Yeah, we do have two big races here every year in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a drag strip. Um, it brings know, money to our yeah, city. I know they have a giant every year in March. Um, I know when I used to work at the airport, the guys at the airport, they would plan their vacations around Mm -hmm. it. They would plan all kinds of stuff around NASCAR coming to town because that whole week. It starts from the strip. Dedicated to NASCAR. To just, it's like the rodeo that comes in. NASCAR is, NASCAR is giant. You know, I, I really don't care for it. Mm -hmm. I don't understand it. Uh, you're going in a circle for five no, hours. It's about the driver, the techniques, and it's about the motor and the vehicle. Okay. So oh, you like Maria's a Ford schooling or, me. Heck yeah. Whether you like <laughs> the Ford, the Chevy. 
again this episode is brought to you guys by cj's auto repair cj's auto repair uh they are one of the if you're ever looking for somebody to fix your car for brakes oil change any other issues going on with your car call cj's auto repair um i've actually used them before and they've been awesome uh they've been able to fix everything with out ripping me off giving me a great price and taking care of things in a timely manner um they are located at 2401 west bonanza uh if you need need anything for your car give them a call at 702-405-7720 again that's 702-405-7720 thank you So yes, I was schooling Perfecto on what NASCAR is about. It's just not about driving in circles and acting like fools. <laughs> but anyways, going back to Bubba. Poor Bubba. Now, everybody was kind of making fun of him. I saw that. And I get it. And some of the stuff is pretty funny. Um, I like him. They put a crying face of uh, Jesse Smollier. <laughs> <laughs> So that was that was pretty good, but I saw the picture of the knot, uh, aka noose. How would you look? I hadn't even looked at it. It's absolutely a noose. Oh, it's definitely a noose. There's no. If I saw it and they mm-hmm. asked me what it was, mm-hmm. if they would, I would definitely not describe it as a knot. I would one hundred percent say it is a noose. But the thing, the way NASCAR came out and just everyone was totally in support of Yeah, they were super Bob, supportive of them, which was nice. And, uh, you know, but and obviously when you when the FBI says, hey, that thing has been there for over a year. So but then it, people, had, it was not directed at him. It was just something somebody put up. And apparently they know they knew how to make nooses and use that to pull the garage door closed and open or whatever. And somebody said, oh, how could anybody go into the garage? Because I've been in the garage and you have to have a pass. But there's so many people coming and going. Yeah, you have no you, idea You have who. no idea who. I mean, yeah, there'll be cameras. They're going to have to really investigate. They're not saving footage from over a year ago, though. Because it then, takes, costs money to save footage. Yep, and then another conspiracy theory was like, oh, he planted that because he wanted a rep. You know, he wanted to make sure and represent, you know, all Black Lives Matter. Uh-huh. He wanted to do that. He purposely did that. And I'm no, like, how can he purposely I, do something like that? Yeah, I mean, and, I, and I can see why people would say that, but I don't think he, you know, I think it's pretty obvious he didn't purposely do that. Um, and I'm glad he, that didn't happen. But that was definitely a noose. Yes. Absolutely 100% a noose. But for the garage. But somebody had well, tied it, that up that's not simply it. for opening and closing the garage door. Now, do they attend the weekend KKK rallies? Who knows? Right. Because <laughs> who ties a damn noose? <laughs> but then people are saying NASCAR is all about white Americans. Well, and, that's and now it's not going to be like that. Now it's going to be like, ooh, you know what? They're yeah. in support of Bubba Wallace. We're going to be hanging out at Maybe, all yeah, types I, of cultures are going to be there. 
I doubt it. <laughs> Believe me, I take my son. The reason why I started doing NASCAR is my ex-husband. He's from Wisconsin. Sorry, I just shoved some cookies in my mouth. Um, it actually tastes really good. <laughs> Another thing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Stop eating, Maria. No, but. but I ended up marrying a NASCAR diehard. He's from Wisconsin. Oh, that's why you know so much about I do. it, huh? Matt Kenseth from Wisconsin was his favorite driver. And it started off California Speedway. We used to go. And um, he introduced me to NASCAR. And when I first went, I was like, wow. You know, the adrenaline of seeing the cars go in circles and circles and enjoying the family and the fun and the music and the Tom Petty. And, no, the, it's, you it's, know. I've seen the atmosphere and it definitely seems like something I would like, I would enjoy. You've never been? Mm, to the actual NASCAR race? No. Oh my goodness. No, I've never been. I'll get you tickets uh, next I, year. I've never been intrigued. I get tickets um, every day. Every year somebody gives like me tickets. I, like I mentioned earlier is the guy, when I used to work at the airport, the guys, you know, they build their mm -hmm. whole vacation around it the whole week. Mm -hmm. That was, that was what they were doing. And that did seem pretty cool. Just kind of yeah. hanging out with your buddies. Drinking beer, wearing your favorite car. Pretty much. Seeing burnouts. I mean, they have like three-day weekend fest from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday the, the final is over. I mean, mm -hmm. just festivals of festivals. Yeah, because they would rent like the whole RV spot mm -hmm. stuff and and go out there and spend the whole weekend yeah. on their RV just mm -hmm. drinking and eating and watching races. Yeah, but Bubba Wallace is a... The first uh, African American black man. He looks more Mexican than black. I think he looks Boricua. <laughs> I think he looks Boricua, and he's handsome. But he's, you know, he seems like a nice enough guy. He does. And um, you know, if, if I would be in support, I would definitely support him if I was actually watching a race. But I don't ever bother with watching. Mm, I support him. <laughs> I'll go. support him for you. Okay, go, go Bubba. <laughs> but, but no, it's, it's when people see that and don't think or try to say that that's not a noose, that's just a knot. I don't see how people are seeing yeah. that. Uh, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I'm just happy that they follow through. Yeah. And NASCAR mm -hmm. like fully supported him, fully backed him. Got the FBI involved mm -hmm. and all that type of stuff. And it was good that they were able to come to a conclusion like, hey, that's been there for a while. Mm -hmm. um, there's really not any bad intentions towards Bubba. It's just something that's been there. And, um, you know, hopefully whoever tied that noose learns how to tie a different knot later yeah, on. Yeah, just a freaking rope. <laughs> I mean, I remember my dad just had the rope. That's it. Just a little rope. Yeah. A little fish thing with the yarn or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah. And then we talk about, because what touched me was uh, Vanessa Guillen. Did so, I say it right? Yes, you did. Guillen? Vanessa, Vanessa Guillen uh, is, for those of you that don't know, is um, the Latina girl or young lady, yeah. I should say. Um, she was in the Air Force. And came up missing from her base. But she had reported base. to her mom weeks prior that some shit was happening mm -hmm. to her. So, 
now it's looking real suspicious and it's kind of goes back to um just kind of uh uh behavior uh, pattern of behavior from the military of of, of a minority well not a even woman. minor not even minority it's just women in general well women in general but now this hit hard because i don't know how many um women that are not latinos or black that are white have been killed or missing like this no, but in I, the military I, in the military it's i i, I from what it looks like to me, it seems like this is just a pattern of behavior in regards to women in general, not mm -hmm. necessarily any women of color or ethnicity or race or anything like that. Yeah. I think this is a um, just their lack of competence when it comes to addressing this issue and just simply their unwillingness to address the mm -hmm. issue of sexual assaults and sexual behaviors that's uh, been going on against mm -hmm. women in the military. <clears throat> because Vanessa Guillen, uh, like many other... She's young, too. Yeah, you know, 18, 19, 18. 20. Just like any other woman mm -hmm. or man that's joining the military, they're all in 18, 19, 20 mm -hmm. years old. Mm -hmm. All of them. And so she comes up missing on a military base. Now, uh, she's been missing, I, I don't know how a many month. weeks. Yeah, a month now. So, And this, I wanted this. you guys to hear real quick. I just want you to hear this lady's voice. Okay. Um, real quick, and you're going to understand that it hit me hard because of the way. I'm just going to give you a little snippet. It is. Decía que se iba a escribir y que se iba a escribir. Yo no le creía. Yo pensaba que era un juego de niña. Pero no. Llegó al grado de la adolescencia y se entró a la high school. Y se escribió. Y yo lloré mucho porque no quería que se escribiera. Porque mi corazón de madre ya temía esto que iba a sufrir. So you see, like Roberto was saying, was, so, uh, what she was what, saying. Well, basically what she was saying in that clip, the mom of Vanessa Guillén is saying, uh, ever since this, uh, Vanessa was a little girl, from 10 years old on, mm -hmm. that was what she talked about is joining the military and, uh, you know, being a first generation Latina woman, uh, joining the military mm -hmm. and, and fighting for her country and doing something for her country and because she believed this was her country. Now, what, uh, and this has been in the news before, uh, it, this is not something that is only applies to Latina women or um, black women or anything like that is it just applies to women in general. Yeah. But it hits hard for me because of, you know, just the, the, the culture and the, the way she had dreamed about being a better person, like, or, like basically living that Republican life, you know, yeah. military trying yeah. to, yeah. So, and they're trying to be an, a good American, you know, and, and she so. was, she was let down by her, um, by her, by her commanders, essentially, because at this point, nothing's happened. Uh, she's mm -hmm. been missing for a month. Mm -hmm. uh, there's, they're now barely starting to do some type of investigation, right? Um, and what somebody pointed out in in a post that I saw, uh, which kind of hit home a little bit, was that should a 
uh, airman's rifle come up missing, the place goes on lockdown. The military yeah. base goes on lockdown. But now a person's missing and nobody's, the mom had reported it was more detailed of confiscate cell phones, review cell phones, mm-hmm. review times, review cameras. Mm-hmm. That's what she wants. No, don't look in the river. That's gone. I want to know who did it. She's yeah. wanting to do the front end, not the back end. Yeah, so um, this obviously looks fishy. Um, this is not a good look for the cover, military. Well, for the army. Mm-hmm. And, because you know. this has been an ongoing issue with uh, women joining the military mm-hmm. and them having to deal with uh, sexual abuse, sexual assault, things like that. It, it's been an ongoing issue for the military. Mm-hmm. So it's it's definitely not a good look. Um, and that was one of the things I just said. Let's just do this random stuff because she was on my heart really heavy about that i mean i don't have a girl and my son his father his grandfather great-grandfather they were in the army Mm -hmm. and i asked my son if he wanted to be in the army and he has no intentions at all and then he's i said well there's a band that you can play marching band (laughs) free tuition va home but of course I, i he's my only baby i don't know if i'm ready to be that american mom for my soldier only one boy. Yeah. If I had five boys that were badasses, get the hell out of here. Yeah, but my baby boy is <laughs> not the perfect, but <laughs> only am I. But yeah, no, so th- it's just, it's just, this is sad mm-hmm. for any parent, for anybody to see this when somebody goes missing and you absolutely know something's up. Mm-hmm. 100%, something, something's up. Yeah. And the military is dragging their feet on this because they don't want the bad publicity. Yeah. And that's simply what it is. But just like NASCAR, they didn't drag their feet. No. And they took care of it and look at what happened. Yeah. Now, and they get yeah. positive publicity. Right. That's now, the if they, do the right thing. Yes, do the right thing. Stop covering up. Get it out of the way. Find somebody that was that was with her or did whatever. According to mom, it was a white truck. You uh-huh. know, like. But now. With all that said, is had the had they done their due diligence and done what they were supposed to, let's say they come up like, hey, there was actually no foul play here. She came up missing. Something happened. What have you? People would probably be satisfied with right. that, you know. But the fact that they're dragging their feet just makes it all that more concerning. Makes it all that much more suspicious. Definitely. And makes us look at them as you don't care Mm-mm. when women are being assaulted by your airmen mm-hmm. or by your or commander, by your people or that by your, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. So, and I know that's something they've been battling with. Mm-hmm. Um, by they, I mean the military as far as with sexual assaults. And uh, when it deals with women, um, and you know, it's it's probably been going on for a yeah. long time, and it's just they've it's something they've tried to cover up, because um, there's plenty of examples of them trying to cover it up. Always. So, but hopefully, you know, you would think mom just wants to see something closure, and that's all she nowadays wants. Just closure is is there's no sense in covering things up nowadays. Is do the right thing, and people 
let that land where it lands because mm -hmm. at the end of the day you can't please everybody mm -mm. so do the right thing by your people mm -hmm. which means is your soldiers and the people you're employing right so so with that i hope i mean we got a, a little point across about vanessa but wanted you to hear that but um other than that i mean I'm tired today. Uh, I, I will tell you a little bit about my day. It is a Friday She's and I out. took a vacation day from work and um, I helped out with uh, fireworks for my son's band booster band and my head hurts. The legal ones don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, uh, these ones are phantom uh, fireworks. And, they stay oh, on the floor. They yeah. don't do nothing. Yeah. They don't do nothing, but they're very expensive, but you know, it's going for a good cause. It's going for my son's marching band, and um, I'll probably announce where it's at. Do they have pickle peats? I don't know. I just saw heavy boxes I was helping move <laughs> around. But our Ooh. stand is going to be on Dean Martin and Cactus Avenue, and I'll announce it in a little bit. But um, I'll be working that booth for the mm -hmm. week till all day, 4th of July. That will be my 4th of July while my son's in California enjoying life. <laughs> <laughs> Perfecto looks like he's ready to snore. He just had a cookie and probably like his seventh Modelo. And we finally figured out that this mic just works just as great as any other mic. Well, it works when yeah. it's just one. We but can't use two for whatever Perfecto reason. Perfecto had himself all nice and on his recliner and the mic was like sitting up on I the I was set up real nice. And here we are hunched back on the table trying to share a mic. But uh, let me see. I'm going to mention something um, since we're going to be closing up on this podcast right now. Um, Biden sucks. Trump sucks. Oh, that's your mentioner. Yeah. <laughs> we have no presidents running this year. No, we don't. <laughs> my, my, my mentioner is be kind. Mm -hmm. I, I, I kind of went through this be kind thing uh, with people not wearing masks and wearing masks, being kind we to... We didn't really touch on that. No, but I meant, like, be kind to people regardless with Black Lives Matters, with white Mexican. Just be kind because I noticed regardless of anything, if I'm kind to somebody, I feel so much better. Mm -hmm. And, like, when someone's not wearing their mask, I feel like, <laughs> but I'm still, like, really kind to them. But that's not my issue, you know, but mm -hmm. just be kind to people. I think this world needs a little bit more kindness. And mm -hmm. I don't think that we need to be for sure racist of anything. Yeah. And and just with that is being kind is and racism and all that stuff is I've experienced racism growing up and things like that. And at the end of the day, well, I was is, called a beaner in Burbank. I don't, when I lived in I Burbank. don't let that define me. I mm -hmm. don't let that dictate anything i do so um it never bothered me actually because look where i'm at i didn't let it like i didn't let it bother me no because at the end of the day it's like okay that's that's you're the idiot for thinking yeah, that way i would laugh at them we lived on the other side of the tracks and they would call us beaners 
um, I'm not going to say what kind of race would call me Beaners, but it was a race that would call me Beaner. <laughs> Living in Burbank. Hello. So I, I've experienced racism from black and, and white people. Okay. So, so it's, it, it's all equal. <laughs> uh, Burbank has like uh, Arab and Armenian and whites and never had blacks in Burbank. Okay. So, yeah, it was mostly. But, hey, I, I'm a Beaner and... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm a proud beaner. Are you a proud beaner? I guess you could say that. Uh, Modelo proud? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, with those, I think we're done, right, Perfecto? Uh, for today, yeah. Uh, you know, this this was definitely, this is different from yeah. what we've done in the past. Because we usually have topics, but we had so much going on. There's I just so, want to blurp so everything. Crazy. It's so crazy what's going on. Uh, I felt like it, it was going to be really tough to pin anything down to any certain topic. Um, maybe next time we'll talk about gastric bypass or something. I don't know. <laughs> how about plastic surgery? Surgery. Hey, hey we'll have my sister on. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna find we're gonna find the best plastic surgeon in Vegas. In Vegas, in Mexico. What <laughs> okay. are you talking about? Mexico. <laughs> for a quarter of the price. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I need some plastic surgery bad. As you guys know, I have a big belly. <laughs> well, how old are you now, Marie? 47. 47. Damn, I'm ready for surgery because I don't have no, I'm done with kids. So yeah. I don't need a booty, but I do need I'm done some. with kids too, so what do I need? Uh, it cream. <laughs> Your it makeup, whatever. <laughs> it, huh? My makeup. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thank you so much. And thank you for listening. We appreciate you guys. Please give us some stars and love and Hey, on any, our Facebook. Any feedback is appreciated. Uh, positive, constructive criticism. We enjoy it all. Thank you guys for listening. I know. Wait, hold on. Before my sister said that when I when we interview that I speak before them, we ask the question and I answer for them. So my sister gave me that positive feedback. So yeah, you're, you're already ready for the answer. You're yeah, your answer. I don't. I, I told her I can't help it. I have the gift of gab. <laughs> like I love to talk. <laughs> Shit. Thank you, guys. All right. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.